You're listening to The Hidden Workforce, a show about the positive impact people with different abilities make to the workforce. Brought to you by Rise Staffing. Here's Lisa Toth. Today on The Hidden Workforce, we have a special treat. Mr. Randy McGoffin, he's going to share a little bit about some Tulsa music history. In fact, he just mentioned he had stars like Leon Russell and who from Bread? David Gates. What were they doing? Well, they were participants in jam sessions that were pretty frequent at our house. Uh, back in the 19, late 50s and early 60s, Give us a visual, Randy, about where was this house located? Well, it was located about four blocks north of the University of Tulsa. And the reason that we were the site of so many of those jam sessions on the weekends were because we always had a piano in our house. Ah. My dad was a piano player, and so naturally we always had a piano in the living room. And that meant that uh, it was a good spot for the kids to come and jam. And there were Saturdays when we would have kids hanging from the ceiling Holy in our moly. living room. My mom and dad were very open to that. My uh, older brother was a drummer in those groups. But anyhow, we had people come and go out of there like David Gates, uh, Leon Russell, whose name was Russell Bridges. Um, Did you uh, get to play with them or just kind of watch them? I would stand at the kitchen door and watch and listen. Yeah. And I would like to watch the piano player to see what he was doing so that after they were gone, I could try to imitate it. <laughs> well, one time I said on an earlier broadcast that you were one of the smartest men I know, so that you could literally watch somebody play the piano and pick it up is amazing to me. But let's go on with what was your dad doing with this piano and all these people? My dad played professionally for almost two years. And he was named? Jim McGoffin. And he played in Tulsa, and he played up in Kansas City. Wow. <laughs> and uh, that was a tough life. Back in the late 1930s, the music world was a tough one. I bet. He was lucky and was able to get out of it. And he and my mom were married, and uh, he ended up with a job with a company, a small oil company out of Tulsa and ended up being there for the rest of his uh, working career. How nice. But the piano remained a part of his life, and it remained a part of our lives growing up because when we had company over, and we had a lot of company at our house growing up, it would almost always end up with this request. Jim, could you play a few <laughs> tunes on the piano for us? And so, naturally, that would light him up like a Christmas tree because he loved entertaining on that piano. And a bunch of hams that he raised? Uh, yes, that, that helped. <laughs> we'd all, but we'd all end up around the piano singing, uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, it was so much fun. I have such pleasant memories of, of music in our home. Uh, you have some really good recordings, old um, tapes and things from some sessions that your father was yes in? as a matter of fact he played in the uh in a group of it was a group of professionals from the tulsa area all of whom loved dixieland music and uh, they were just from all kinds of different ways uh, walks of life but they got together on a regular basis in each other's homes and they ended up making a recording and uh there i actually have a i have a copy of that vinyl 
who <laughs> was a disc back then. Uh, but uh, I also have uh, a, a recording that I made down at the Tulsa Spotlight Club. Oh, that's what I was interested in hearing yes. about. Yes, and it was a lot of fun. It was a it was quite a performance. And the uh, the ringleader in that group was uh, his name was Ron Gates, and he was the brother to David Gates of Bread Fame. And uh, Ron was a a historian on uh, Dixieland music. He could sit and talk for hours. And play like what nobody's He played business. banjo. Yeah. Yes. But he was very knowledgeable about the, the history, the tunes, the artists. And that show at the Spotlight, big attendance. It was a, actually, it was a birthday party, as I recall, for my mom. Wow. And uh, it was a, it, we had quite a few people there. But it was it was a recording that ended up being not too bad, considering I had some amateurish equipment that I I plugged into their system. I had a portable Sony reel-to-reel tape recorder that I used, <laughs> and it ended up being a pretty pretty good recording, actually. Uh, nonetheless, I have that now preserved on it's on a cassette tape. So since that time, I know that you travel around and you have seen numerous bands over the years. In yes. Tulsa, what has been one of your favorites? In Tulsa, I would say probably uh, on the jazz scene would be the Modern Jazz Quartet. They were one of my favorite groups, and they, uh, we got to... Elaine, you were... Yes, Elaine was with me on that one. And that was a marvelous concert. When and where? Oh, gosh. I, I'm going to say that was probably back in the, the 80s, sometime in the 80s. Yeah, yeah mid We've to late great 80s. We've music, haven't we? People we, in we and have. out. And, I mean, Kane's Ballroom has yeah. had some good shows, and now um, I hope that it comes back. What have you been doing, you know, to feed your music fix while we've been shut down with the pandemic? Recordings. Thank uh-huh. goodness for recordings. <laughs> and um, are you playing a record player or have you? No, it? no, it's pretty much digitalized. Yeah, huh? Yes. So I, you can get anything you want? You can, you can. I, uh, I had a large library of reel-to-reel tapes. I had over <laughs> 600 hours wow. of jazz, which I ended up donating to the Oklahoma Jazz Hall of Fame. Well, um, thank you for that. That's and I, uh, I, I, I had digitalized the things that I wanted to keep. There was much of that that I didn't listen to anymore, so I wanted it to be possibly be enjoyed by some people who like that kind of music, and that's why I donated it to them. I love it, and I'm thinking maybe if you get a chance, you could maybe ship me a little bit of that music and we could put it in our show today. So I thank you so much for being here. Randy McGoffin, music historian of Tulsa, Dixieland, jazz, and honky-tonk piano playing (laughs) by his dad, Mr. Jim McGoffin. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you, Lisa, very much. Hidden Workforce. You're listening to The Hidden Workforce with Lisa Toth at Rice Staffing on your home for success, FM 105.7. 
You have the power to inspire kids' potential. It's easy for you, life-changing for them. Give students the power to dream. Become a Junior Achievement Volunteer. 